Hey guys, Darren here. Just a reminder, subscribe and review this podcast show in iTunes. You can give it one star, that means that you think it's kind of lame, or you can give it five stars, and that means that you think it's off the chain. So if you would take the time to do that, that would be amazing. In today's show, we're going to be talking about where ministry begins. I've had people ask me, Darren, how should I start my ministry? Like, what's my thing? I've had people ask me, like, I'm trying to get a new revelation so I can find out where I have authority. And in today's show, we're going to be shedding light on the reality that your authority is in your story. It all begins there. It all begins here right now on the Supernaturalist podcast show. Let's go. Welcome to the Supernaturalist Podcast Show, where emerging revivalists and extraordinary leaders share inspirational experiences that will help take you to a higher level. Now here's your host, Darren Stott. Hey everybody, thank you for listening to the Supernaturalist Podcast Show, the show that exists to equip, connect, and promote emerging supernaturalists on a global level. And I trust that's why you're listening today is because it's your heart to see God's kingdom come and his will be done and to be established visibly and noticeably through your efforts, through your gifts, through your abilities. And if that's you, if that's your desire, it's such an honor to have you listening to today's show. If we haven't met yet, my name is Darren Stott, lead pastor at a church called Seattle Revival Center author of a book called pattern interrupt pick up yours on amazon super cool pattern interrupt amazon and founder of supernaturalist ministries today's show is brought to you by supernaturalparents.com so if you are a parent and it's your desire to raise up some children some grandchildren who are walking in the ways of the spirit discernment signs wonders miracles dreams trances encounters with angels then you need to check this out it's free it's hd it's yours at supernaturalparents.com that's supernaturalparents.com awesome well today we're going to be talking about how to tell your story the importance of your story and i'm just going to frame this by saying that many people feel called to the ministry but they don't really understand what ministry is they see the person on the stage with the mic talking prophesying and healing and they think i wish that was me i want to be in full-time ministry Ugh! what's a person got to do to get a microphone around here <laughs> um, so first of all i believe that all christians are called to be ministers i also believe that all believers are called with a certain amount of authority to do the stuff so that's what we're gonna be talking about today where to start where does this whole whole thing begin it's such an honor again to have you listening it's all going to begin right here with revelation 12 11 where it says and they over conquered him him mean the enemy with the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony so we see here within revelation 12 11 that there's a lot of significance a lot of a power there's a lot of authority on your testimony and your testimony has been made possible by the blood of the lamb so you can't necessarily boast in and of your own talents giftings and abilities for your ministry because your ministry has been made possible your story has been made possible by that grace by that payment that's been made on the cross because of jesus christ of course when it comes to ministry everything that we do has to be gospel centered but the point of this particular podcast is to talk about your authority found within your testimony so your testimony 
is your storyline. It's your past, your present, and your future. It's that completed work. It's your scroll and your ministry is your role within your scroll. So within your storyline are all these victories. Within your storyline up to the present are all these victories that you know about. And from your present into the future are all these victories that you don't necessarily know know about. They're undisclosed victories and undisclosed storyline that you have yet to fulfill. But from your past leading all the way into your present is this incredible, complicated, perhaps maybe even volatile storyline that's brought you up to this present moment. All these victories, all these opportunities to boast in God's grace that has got you here. And what's interesting is that it says they conquered him. They conquered the enemy with the blood of the lamb and their storyline. Which means this, your story is very important. Your story, your testimony, leading you up to this very present moment, it's really actually a big deal. So many people are looking to the future, right? Like they're looking for future revelation in order to find authority in that future place because they think that their past up to the present is pretty lame. So they're always looking for some sort of future coolness, some future ammunition by which to build a platform that they can call their future ministry. And let me just say this, that there's a lot of people that build ministry platforms um, upon revelation that they don't even have because they were looking for revelation to be the platform for their ministry. So they're talking about stuff that they've never lived. It's not a part of their testimony. It's not a part of their storyline. So it comes across as somewhat insincere. Remember, your authority is in your previous victories, not your future victories. So if you're in a place of struggle, if you're in a place of temptation, um, you don't necessarily have victory in those areas yet. Um, That probably shouldn't be the platform for your ministry. So uh, just declare this over over yourself right now. Just declare, I have a storyline. Just go and say it over yourself right now. I have a storyline. Say, my My story is full of victories, okay? My story is full of victories, and I have authority within my victory. Just go and declare that I have authority within my victory. And of course, we're not bragging or boasting. This victory has been made possible by the blood of the Lamb. We've got that established. So it's really, really important that uh, that if, if you're endeavoring to begin engaging within a certain level of ministry that you realize that you're living from your storyline and that your storyline isn't over yet, right? That you have a bright and beautiful future that you're engaging with. But when it comes to your leadership and your authority, what qualifies you is the blood of the lamb and then your own storyline from your past up to this present moment. Now, when it comes to telling your story, number one, it's so radically important that you be transparent, that you be real as to who you are. Uh, ministry should be gritty. It should be real. It, um, um, and it's so important that, that you realize that the people that need help, they don't care about your neatness or your perfection. That the people in life right now that need hope, they are seeking brutal honesty, something that they can really grab a, a hold of. So tell your story. 
right? And be transparent in your story. Be vulnerable. Um, when you look at your past, at those low moments in life, how did you feel in those moments? Go back there even now and think about those places of hopelessness and loneliness, those places where you where you screamed out to God and you weren't even sure if he was listening. Um, uh, those are not, uh, those are the moments that make up your story. Those are the moments that give you credibility. Those are are the moments that add to your authority that within ministry it's not just the mountaintop experiences that frame us not at all it's those wilderness seasons seasons that really frame us it's the it's the it's the fact that we walk with a limp that makes us trustworthy so be transparent and invite people into the pain of your past so that they know um that you that you get it okay number two be excellent so when you're telling your story, value a level of excellence. Um, there's thousands of ways to tell your story, right? So what is the most excellent way for you to tell yours? You know, some people are built for television. They're gorgeous. They, they, they were created to be seen, and yet other people were created for radio. <laughs> And, um, and, uh, you know, and, and this is kind of a radio show. Maybe I was created for a radio. I don't know what I was created for, but I know this, that I love the audio platform. I love, I love listening to podcasts and I love creating them, but uh, some people were built to be seen. Other people were built really to be heard. And then there are some people that weren't built for either. They shouldn't be on television. They shouldn't be on the radio and they shouldn't be creating a podcast. What they should be doing is is writing their story out or having somebody else write their story for them. It's important that we are honest with ourselves and that we have honest people around us that'll tell us the truth. That's why American Idol is so hilarious and sad. It's so harsh, but there are people on there that are singing that have no business to be singing and they got this dream that they're going to be the next Britney Spears and they're hearing from the judges, look, you are never going to be Britney Spears. That's really, really harsh and I pray that that no one listening to this has ever been embarrassed on an American Idol. And yet I hope that you have people around you that will be like that Simon Cowell who will tell you the truth, that'll love you enough to not let you waste your time. Your story needs to be told. What's the most excellent way for you to tell it? Maybe you should sing your story or maybe you should be the last person to ever sing, right? <laughs> um, maybe you should paint your story or maybe you need to stop painting your story. Maybe spoken word will be that platform by which you can um, articulately and poetically put together your story. Um, maybe you can turn your story into a fictional story and maybe you're the next C.S. Lewis where you have talking beavers and lions that are uh, creating this metaphor in order to communicate your story. Maybe you're going to begin blogging your story. A blogger are the new millionaires. It's crazy how these stay-at-home moms are creating these blogs on how to bake apple pie and they're making so much money telling their story. Your excellence determines your influence. And so figure out a way to communicate in a way that is excellent. Number three, be positive. Your testimony is a place of victory. Remember that, right? It's victory attained through a time of deep painful 
testing. So don't parade your present battle because that's the current struggle. You need to process your struggle with that, with your band of brothers or sisters, with that intimate group of two or three, where you're just being honest and they're praying with you and they're prophesying and they're pulling you through that struggle. Everybody to a certain degree um, has some sort of present battle, some sort of present struggle, but you don't need to go public with your present struggle or battle, especially on a, a social media platform, right? Process in a healthy way with your band of brothers. And if you don't have that, then begin assembling your crew of two where you can really begin processing and coming through some stuff. But it's important that you, um, that when you take your stage, whatever page that's going to be, whether it's in a book or it's on social media or if it's a literal church stage, that when you begin to bring your story forth, that it's a story of victory, testifying of God's grace that met you in that most painful place that God showed up and showed off that within your weakness, he flexed his his big papa muscles. Within your foolishness, he showed up and he flexed his wisdom. That it's so important that when we are communicating our story, that we are communicating a message of hope because we've been called to be oracles, instigators, um, um, ambassadors of hope. So number one, be transparent, be absolutely real. Invite people into the pain of your past. Number two, be excellent. Number three, be positive in that you're not processing in your current pain, but you're bringing people through the pain and it's a process of ascertaining victory. All right. And remember, stories don't have expiration dates. It doesn't matter how old your victories are. They're still relevant, right? That there's no temptation that's unique to man, but that basically means that everybody goes through the same kind of stuff, but not a lot of people actually get through it. A lot of people take their struggle and they say, this is just the way that life is always going to be. I'm always going to live in this kind of pain, temptation and torment. And that's why your story matters because you'll say, look, I've been there. I've, I've been there. I've done that. And there's a way out and people will hear and they will say there is. Don't just assume that your story's already been told. Don't just assume that all the answers are already on the inter internet. Maybe they are already on the internet, but somebody's going to hear it from you and they're going to hear it in a new way. And, and there's a way that you communicate. There's, there's that person that you are, the experiences that you've been through, where your story, it doesn't already exist, even though some of the facts may seem familiar to other people's stories because of who you are, because of what you've been through, and because of that unique key that the Lord gave to you in such a unique way. Be generous with those victory keys within your past and within your story. Remember, um, if you're in the midst of an obstacle, that you can go back and you can visit your previous victories, that if you're in the middle of it right now, if you're in the middle of testing and tribulation, that you can go back because your story doesn't have an expiration date. You can go back and relive those those encounters with the Father's faithfulness that met you in a time of desperation and you can begin engaging with that same fatherly faithfulness within your past. You can pull it into your present. So even go back to your own storyline, right? And, and, and revisit those testimonies and those victory keys and pull out those keys and use them Again, that's how powerful your story is. They overcame the enemy, yep, with the blood of the lamb and with the word of their 
testimony. So rather than um, pressing into the future to find something that's new and marketable, but it may be somewhat sexy, but you actually have no authority in that area, go back to the past and revisit those places that were absolutely real and painful. Find those victory keys and be generous with those victory keys. Remember, ministry is not a business. It's the act of serving others and helping others out. And if you're generous with these victory keys, then people will be absolutely generous with you and you will be surprised at how God blesses you because it was your heart to bless others. Yep. So that's what I got for you. Let me know if this is spoken to you. Shoot me off an email. It's my name, Darren Stott at SeattleRevivalCenter.com. Tweet me, Facebook me. My handle's the same across all my platforms. It's at the Darren Stott. Let's stay in touch. And last but not least, please go on to uh, the iTunes store, rate and review this. If you think it was lame, give it a star. If you think it was superb and wildly awesome and excellent, give it five and I'll give you a virtual high five in the spirit. Love you guys. Peace out.